you're listening to the world with Omnica Jordan. So good day again, everyone. Um, I know that I had scheduled my program for Wednesday, but I will not be able to do one on Wednesday, so I actually did it today. So for all those who are normally tuned into my segment to actually hear, I do apologize for any inconvenience caused, but you can always go to, the, to my podcast and look at my new episode. Right. So again, I want to say thank you for everyone that's actually tuning. So today, um, my topic is going to be, there is but one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. So let's start. Another doctrinal reason why the holy, just, and good law, even the first covenants had to be replaced by the better covenants of the kingdom as Luke 16, verse 16 states. Now, this is centered around the fact that the mediator of the first covenant, even the law recorded in Deuteronomy chapter 4, verse 13, was none other than Moses. So, I would like persons to read Exodus 24, from verse 6 to 8, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 5, and Hebrews chapter 9, verse 19 to 20 for confirmation. Now, those are the scriptures that I just mentioned, and I can repeat it again for those that are now tuning in. So it's Exodus 24 from verse 6 to 8, Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 5, and Hebrews chapter 9, verse 19 to 20. Now, the fact that Moses was the God-ordained mediator of the first covenant, we read in St. Paul's pastoral epistle to Bishop Timothy, and we discovered that there is but one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Now, let's read 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5 for confirmation of that statement. So 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man Christ Jesus. Now, if according to 1 Timothy chapter 2, verse 5, there is but one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. So if the first covenant was mediated by Moses, it must be understood that another covenant mediated by the sole God-ordained mediator, the man, Christ Jesus, as we read in 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5 had to be established at a later stage now online listeners it is in the context stated prior that galatians chapter 3 verse 19 which states that the law was added because of transgressions till the seed jesus christ should come 
to whom the promise was made should be understood. Now, for those who might not quite understand what I just said, well, let me break it down and explain. What I am saying is that once Christ, the seed emerged, God's promise that in Abram, all families of the earth will be blessed. And it could only be fulfilled since Jesus was the only one being true God and true man who was qualified to be that one mediator between God and men as we read in 1 Timothy chapter 2 verse 5. Now another reason why the first covenant had to be replaced by the better covenant of the gospel of the kingdom was the fact that the new covenant now has a mediator who has the added ministry of making intercession before the father continually for us as that was a role which moses could not have fulfilled so let's read romans chapter 8 verse 34 so turn to romans chapter 8 verse 34 please who is he that condemneth? it is christ that died yea rather that is risen again who is even at the right hand of god who also maketh intercession for us now in addition to jesus being our redeemer and intercessor he is also our advocate now what i mean by advocate is that jesus is our lawyer as he pleads for us when the accuser of the brethren meaning satan who petitions god to destroy us but that is not all online listeners as jesus is also our surety now when i say surety it means that jesus guarantees to us all the relevant promises of god now this statement can be referred to joshua 23 verse 14 as confirmation in the old testament so let's let's read joshua 23 verse 14 and behold this day i am going the way of all the earth and you know in all your hearts and in all your souls that not one thing had failed of all the good things which the lord your god spake concerning you all are come to pass unto you and not one thing had failed thereof also from the new testament we have the following straightforward confirmation in second corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 so let's read it second corinthians chapter 1 verse 20 for all the promises of god in him are yea and in him amen unto the glory of god by us online listeners because of the mediatorial limitations of moses who was the mediator of the first covenant as we read in deuteronomy chapter 5 verse 5 
Hebrews chapter 9, verse 19 to 20, and Exodus 24, verse 6 to 8, right? Which is an excerpt that clearly outlined the fact that Moses could not intercede or be an advocate for us before the heavenly courts today. So let's turn to Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 5. So please turn to Deuteronomy chapter 5, verse 5. I stood between the Lord and you at that time to show you the word of the Lord, for you were afraid by reason of the fire and went not up unto the mount, saying, and let's turn to Hebrews chapter 9, verse 19 to 20. For when Moses had spoken every precept to all the people according to the law, he took the blood of calves and of goats with water and scarlet wool and hyssop and sprinkled both the book and all the people, saying, This is the blood of the testament which God had enjoined unto you. And lastly, Exodus 24, verse 6 to 8. And Moses took half of the blood and put it in basins, and half of the blood he sprinkled on the altar. And he took the book of the covenant and read in the audience of the people. And they said, All that the Lord had said will we do and be obedient. And Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, Behold, the blood of the covenant which the Lord had made with you concerning all these words. So, this is because the first covenant which was mediated by him had to be replaced by a better covenant which was mediated by the true and only god ordained mediator between god and men so based on what was said today the holy just and good law which is the first covenant as we read in romans chapter 7 verse 7 and 12 had to be replaced by a more excellent ministry than that which obtained under the old covenant as we read in Hebrews 8, verse 6 to 9. So the replacement of a more excellent ministry gave rise to the need for the new and better covenant of the gospel of the kingdom, as Luke chapter 16, verse 16 states. So as I close, I want to thank God that a new and better covenant was established. For by it, we who were not God's people as can be gleaned from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 12, and now the children of the living God, as we read in Romans chapter 9, verse 26. As Romans chapter 9, verse 26 says, we now share joint heirship with Christ Jesus, a fact that places us in a position in which our finite minds are incapable of comprehending. Now, before I leave, I plead with the people of the Gentile stock to please forget all the heretical banterings of the SDA friends and cling to the hope of the gospel of the kingdom 
as we read in Matthew chapter 11 verse 13 or Luke chapter 16 verse 16. For that is God's plan for humanity's salvation. So for confirmation of God's plan, online listeners, I ask you, please read 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 20, Titus chapter 1 verse 1 to 2, Revelation chapter 13 verse 8, or Hebrews chapter 4 verse 3. So I will repeat again. Please read 1 Peter chapter 1 verse 20, Titus chapter 1 verse 1 to 2, Revelation chapter 13 verse 8, or Hebrews chapter 4 verse 3, and be convinced that it is so. Now, I will be live next week, Wednesday at 11.30 a.m., and I would like all persons that are listening to this segment to please share the segment so someone else can receive the word and apply it to their lives and also receive God's plan for humanity's salvation. So please share this segment. And again, I will be live next week, Wednesday at 11.30 a.m. Love you and bye for now.